Hayden Militao. Carvajal. It's Carvajal's cross. Welcome to another episode of the Cross and Nod podcast. Cross and Nod pod, we are back, guys. Another week, another episode. Whole team is here again today. OG, Dave. It's another episode of the Cross and Nod podcast, and we are delighted to have you here. How are you guys doing? How's the spirit? How's the energy? Uh, wait, before we introduce, before you get you guys talking, get everyone flowing. You know, Happy New Year once again. Obviously, the second episode of the year. Hope you guys are following us on all our socials. Before we get into it, yeah, before everybody starts talking, you know, Madrid had a defeat, you know, before we recorded the last time. So, you know, our, our donkey of the day has to be OG because, you know, his team <laughs> lost. <laughs> Far, man. His like team lost. Said. And, yeah, like yeah. They <laughs> lost, they lost already. They lost to Villarreal. They were outplayed, outrun, out Bruh, everything. Like, out everything. You know, meanwhile, Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal didn't win as well, but at least they did not lose. You know, they didn't lose, they didn't concede. So they played a good last draw. They're about to kick off again tonight. United, on the other hand, you know, Sparkling seven consecutive ball, games on the spin. You know, what can I say? Rashford in the form of his life. So it's all good over here. So I just want to make it known this pod, I'm the king of this pod. Seeing as, you know, <laughs> Arsenal drew. And for now, now. But yeah, yeah, for this episode is what I mean. This episode is mine. Yeah. Another episode yeah. might be yours, but you know, you are you are the joke of the town. You are, <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely the joke of the town. Your all whites don't stain. Los Blancos stain. Bruh, bruh, very bad. Talk. I think I think Barca. Three points Basa clear is now. Like, how many points clear now? Okay, yeah, three. After yeah. their win yesterday. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> if Barca win this league. <laughs> Okay. What's happening? Are <laughs> they winning the league? Are they not a team? Are they not a competitive team? That's why they win the league. What's the issue? I think it will be interesting, Shah. It will be a lot of plaudits will be given to Xavi from me if they win that league. Though, if if, if you allow Xavi, as bad and terrible as, uh, as Barca has been this past couple of years, if they win that league, it is a big shame on Madrid's part to be fair. How would it be? But a big that's shame? my opinion. But how? Wait, how would it be a big shame? What do you mean? Why would what would make it a big shame? Okay, think about like um, two thousand and was it seven or eight till like twenty twenty thirteen or something? Yeah. When Barca was on top, yeah. they dominated. Like that was the period where Madrid was struggling. Like, they won ten leagues in like, like, like exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. my point. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. that like Madrid is on top, they are, they are they will now allow Barca with a a weaker squad, a weaker manager. Like if if Barca wins the league, is it's not. It's, I don't it's think you can, you can really like, say, say you know that Barca have, have a weaker squad. squad. Yeah, I don't Bro, think you can just say that squad. you know unhanded. Yeah, say they have a weaker squad. I think. Do you, do you know the the bad press? The bad press that has surrounded Barca over the last, like the no, yeah, the first one we're talking about like, media. So. Are we talking about like branding, perception, or what is actually you know football? Are we talking football yeah. exactly? But talking football, yeah, there are a lot of talented sport. players. Yeah. Be decent is underhanding it to be honest. Barcelona have so Madrid. Madrid cannot dominate. Barcelona have more players in the World Cup than any other team in the world. After Barcelona was City, Barcelona players are. Internationals, they, they they had more players in the World Cup than any other club in the world. You can't just say they are, they have a weaker squad than squad. you know at all. They have one of the best scores in Europe. When yeah. I say they have a weaker squad, I'm relatively. I know it's in comparison Madrid. to Madrid. Yeah, but even in comparison uh-huh. to Madrid. Yeah, but even in comparison, first of all, they have more bodies. You know. They have more bodies. Madrid, Madrid, we don't have a good right back. We don't have a good left back. Oh man, yeah, 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 that's why I want to hear. That's why I want to hear. Excuses, drop, drop them excuses in advance. Drop those excuses in advance so that when you, when you eventually <laughs> lose the league, you'll say, Oh, we didn't have a good right back, we didn't have a good left back. I'm not supposed to be saying anything, you lost, so lost, shut it. Bro, whatever he says is right. Whatever he says is right. Yeah, talk in your pride. All those 14 champions, talk that in. Lost, bro. 
Five. <laughs> oh my god. But how are you feeling? Are you an Arsenal fan? You won enough bantering on Madrid. How are you feeling about your club before we get into you know, what we have to I'm disappointed. Disappoint- I was disappointed by the result, but I mean, I can't complain too much, you know. Mm. When, where did you feel that you lacked, you know, in terms of the edge? Because sometimes I look at a game, especially if it's my team, and I say, oh, if this person had done this better, because obviously you've been watching your team. And you know the areas where you probably yeah, excel not, exactly. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. basically lack of options, yeah. So we kept trying to like break them down the same way. And it wasn't working. And like say, if, if that same week Chelsea played um City and it was the exact same situation. City was like um trying to break Chelsea down. But Chelsea I, I even think Chelsea even played better in the first half. But the difference between City and Arsenal was City had 160 million pounds of talent to bring on at half time. And Arsenal was just, I think we brought on the defender as opposed, you know. So that was where I felt like we, 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 we didn't lose actually. That's where I felt like we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have enough to like, uh, but you know, it could be argued that, you know, on the pitch, because you said, you know, like, um, City had a hundred or something on the bench they could bring on. But on the pitch, what you have outvalues what, you know, Newcastle has. So you should be able to break them down. You do yeah, have better so players than they do. Never, when I mentioned the value, I wasn't even speaking about, like, in terms of, like... No, but it speaks to quality. I was thinking in terms of, like... speaks to quality. So when I shared that value for City, I was saying it relative to Arsenal. Do you get yeah. Yeah. Not relative to Chelsea that they were playing with, or not Arsenal relative to Newcastle that they were playing with. So I was saying, like, City had 160 million pounds of talent on the bench that they could bring on. That actually changed the game for them, because those yeah. two guys scored. Yeah, I get you. And then, yeah, like, right. Arsenal didn't have the same genius that we brought on a defender that we're trying to score, we are bringing on a defender. New, 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 Newcastle so, were very rigid, to be honest. They, they had the best defensive yeah, league. They're, they're a very good defensive team now, yeah. and it's very surprising. And Newcastle was even more surprising. Like, that was... See, Newcastle played City, they went toe-to-toe with City. They played Chelsea, they went toe-to-toe with Chelsea. They played Spurs at Spurs, they beat Spurs. But then they came to Arsenal and they, they started playing around football. Not, not like yeah, I'm they, complaining. They did the same thing with United. I think they picked their battles though. I think they picked their band. They do that very well. very surprising that. They do that very well. That, that was how they set up. Because they did it I with mean, United too. I guess, the United game too was 0-0 with the better team. But it was just a draw. And at the end of the day, like, it's those kind of draws that are like, to be honest, they deserve the draw in terms of Newcastle's perspective. You can say, oh, we should have won the game, but Newcastle deserve the draw. And I think that was like the same thing with Newcastle Arsenal match too. In terms of like, Arsenal probably should have won the game, but like Newcastle deserved that draw. I was, well, yeah. It, the draw was a fair result. You get, yeah. like, if you want to speak, I understand from your own perspective, you'll be like, ah, we should have won that game, but like, pff, they played for a draw and they tried. Anyway, United, from my perspective, you know, we won, keep winning. I like I like the spirit around the team right now, so I'm really happy with that. You were going to um, get into the referees at the back of your match, yeah, Dave. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so like at the beginning of that game here, yeah, when I saw the way the referee started dishing out yellow cards, I felt it affected the it affected the rest of the game in the sense that like. He couldn't, he lost control of the game early on. Yeah. And then I didn't start, I was wondering why did the FA or PGM or whoever appoints this referee, why did they appoint a relatively new referee to a top of the table clash? A game that had like so much Typically you would see, yeah, typically you would see either one of those experienced guys, Oliver, um, Andre Marina, Anthony Taylor, you know what I mean? But then I, I checked it out, the manly guy. This guy has only referred like 58 matches. That's like, he's out to two seasons of games in the Premier League. And it was apparent that this guy is not it. Very early on, he started dishing out yellow. He got to the point in that game where every foul was a yellow card. And this is even to both teams. Like, this is me being fair. Like, there were some yellow cards that Newcastle didn't deserve that they got. There were some that we were supposed, they were supposed to get that they didn't get because apparently in the first half he had already dished out too many and he was trying to now like control himself. Yeah, I think he lost control so, of the game. I think he lost control. It begs the question that like, how do these people assign these referees? 
What's the process? What do they look at? Um, I think okay, yeah. if I want to play devil's advocate a bit, from their perspective, yeah. Um, Andre Marina, you know, Taylor, Anthony Taylor, I think Oliver and Taylor are probably the best referees in England. I think like those two age the rest. And those guys at some point were madly in terms of they never this was their first big game. So at the end of the day, like you do have to bed these people in, you know, like that experience for you to go around. You can't just say, okay, only these guys are going to take over the top games. And then when they retire, these other guys, at what point do they now take over the big games? So at some point they do have to take over these games, you know. You, you obviously you hope for a better performance because I agree with you, I think he let the game slip. Um there's this saying of as the referee, you know you had a great game when you're invincible. You know, people can really even notice that you're there, but then your, your authority still stands. But when you already tried to be the star of the show, you've probably not had a good game as a ref. When you're the star of the show. So, um, I agree with that, but at the same time, you know, like, these guys need it. I think football, especially from fans, we expect some kind of unreal level. In terms of, like, let me, VAR, for example, I think sometimes VAR is unjustly judged. Because the truth is, statistically proven, due to VAR, more goals have now been scored that won't have been scored if there was no VAR technology. But I think people have this idea that it's supposed to be perfect. There's nothing that would be perfect. In terms of from the refereeing, from but, the technology. But Caesar, yeah. Caesar, like just to that point I just made about VAR. The point of VAR is to, because the referees on the pitch are not perfect. Yeah. I agree. It's to yeah, even some, for, for example, that, that, that penalty shouts that Arsenal had where Gabriel was dragged out in the box. I understand that the ref might miss something like that. But then why on earth will the VAR miss calls like that? Do you know what? I understand that, yeah, no one is perfect, but the The question is this, has the VAR made the game better? Do you think it has made the game better? Mm. That that's very the point. <laughs> because that's the question. Because the question is, I understand what you are saying. Like, oh, they didn't call that decision. What about all the decisions they called? Because without VAR, none of the decisions will even be called. So if they have increased the number of decisions that are being called, okay, like there was this stats that I read before the World Cup about uh, forty plus goals that the VAR has awarded that wouldn't have been awarded otherwise, and four that they missed that they didn't call. Obviously, there are some that is like, oh, you can put in the in the gray area where it's like oh this one the VAR due to interpretation you know that type of thing but that's refereeing that's the game interpretation is always different even when it's not a VAR decision can be an on-field decision this ref says this in another match this ref says this so that one is already in the air in terms of the ambiguity of certain decisions Caesar. yeah I beg I feel talk now ah, my club I don't keep it you know me now keep. talk now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the silence is just the observer. But for real, man, this VAR thing, yeah, I think um, the issue with it, why so many, there are so many negative comments about VR is that we keep forgetting that uh, FIFA or whatever the bodies behind these decisions, they still want the game to flow as much as possible. That's why they have this clear and obvious rule that they always see, like, clear and obvious. Like, for VR to fully, fully intervene, like, the situation of Gabriel been dragged down the box now. I, I guess they could have interpreted it that well, maybe the rest saw that and said that it's not it's not so it's not so obvious, it's not so blatant that he had to intercede. That's just my take on all this VR thing. But for sure I feel like VR has made the game better, like no context about that. Caesar you can call me also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know now you've you you made the conscious effort to Allow yourself to understand that, to be honest, yes, VAR has improved the game. There does, there's something you won't agree with. It's normal. But I think if we are to do a poll, maybe we should try this. Try this out on our social media. Try and do a poll and see if people agree whether VAR has made, you know, the game. Because I think most people will say no. But that's just due to the way it is branded. VAR, I'm saying. Like, when you hear an ex-player say, oh, I don't like this. It makes the game this thing. It makes people not celebrate. To me, that celebrating is bullshit. They lie. When you hear someone of influence say that, and the decision that was made was against your team, you tend to, you know, just go with that flow, and you hold that resentment against, you know, VAR. I remember when goal line technology was going to come into football. And yeah, and obviously I was watching football before going like technology. And in my head, just because of what the media was preaching to me in terms of technology will ruin football. 
In my head, I didn't want that. I didn't want goal line technology. I was like, no, why do they want to bring this in? Why do they? Obviously, I was young at this time. But when they brought it, I just realized that why was there ever a clamor for there not to be goal line technology? I can't believe that there was even a clamor for there not to be. Because it makes so much sense. Goal line technology is like more accepted because it's like it's very definitive. Yeah, but it wasn't even accepted when it was coming. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It is actually more yeah. definitive. Like right that's now, why, it, that's yeah, why yeah. it could be assimil- assimilated. Yeah. But before they brought yeah. it in as well, there was that, oh, do you want to bring technology into football? The other, uh, but like, it worked out fine. And I think Drea is also like doing well. in terms, Even statistically, it's proven he's doing well. But fans just have that sentiment already in their head. That, oh, please, he kills the game. Oh, he does, he does. It makes the game more fair. Let's call it that. Yeah. yeah. It might not be 100% right. It needs work. Like, sometimes I feel the VR does re-referee games like they start paying the referee of the game because there are certain decisions that okay tell the ref to come and look at it you don't make example yeah yeah martinelli's goal against man united yeah they actually even came back to apologize for that they did they did the pgl and whatever i don't know i'm sorry guys i don't really know the name of that corporation but they did come out no P-G-M-O-L. Yeah, yeah, they did. And I hate when they do the apology. Like, What's the meaning of that? Like that? And it's always very low-key when they come out to say, oh, we got something wrong. Very low-key. They'll just make one, you know, statement that will come out through the media. It's not even like there'll be a face that will say, oh, da-da-da-da-da. They'll just bring out a statement. I'm like, ah, oh, now wow. That they've offered their apologies have- to United. After this, 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 I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I do have an answer for this video. As to how when um, referees are selected for match here. So it's not just a function of availability. According to the like, Premier League website, you know, it says the referees experience their current form. So, like, you might have been wondering why didn't they, why didn't they put Oliver or Anthony Taylor in charge of that game? But maybe Anthony Taylor and Oliver have been making some horrendous decisions in the lead up in a few weeks. They lead up to that game. Also, they made the decision based on which team the referee supports and forthcoming games that the referee will manage. So, like, it's a mix of all these factors. And, like, Sister said, like, even the Anthony Taylor that is experienced and all that, he has to start somewhere, you know. So, maybe that's why Marina was put in charge of the game, just saying. Oh, sorry, uh, Martin. Yeah, I like that dialogue. I like that dialogue. Yeah. And I understand their stipulations and everything. I think it's a lot deeper than obviously the average fan will see it. You would complain from the point of view of your club and how everything went. And at the end of the day, you know, you didn't have a great game, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, but I think in general, though, fans are also too hard on ref. Because we never look at it from a ref point of view. You know, we've played the game. Yeah, I even totally that, agree. Even if it's not, yeah, even if it's not at a professional level, we've played the game. So we always look from either fan perspective or player perspective. We rarely, rarely ever look from being the mediator of the game. Rarely ever. So Ref, always very refs, actually have a, refs actually have a very difficult job. And this one I speak from experience. Like, I've tried to refer games in, in Nigeria, like the uni games, and I can imagine, like, if uni games are that heated, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine what the refs are With going through on the Premier League stage. Screaming. <laughs> you know, easy. so it's like, easy. give props to refs. <laughs> oh, well, they, they give them money to uh, check their salaries. Yeah, they're giving them money, but they deserve that. I don't think money should always should be. No, a no, no. no I just yeah. yeah. why you said props, like money, not part of props now. Like, yeah, 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 them, yeah. Them, you know, so. But like they receive a lot of stick from fans, so fans yeah. should reward that stick with count, you know. It, it's a, it's a thankless task. That's just it. It's been a ref, at least from the fans, from the media itself. That's why I like the old Premier League and they always have this retired ref to explain decisions and all yeah. of that just to like get some balance on the justice scale, you know? Quick, quick, two quick things here. Number one, those refs that, those retired refs that come, I don't know, these guys are so media trained. They would pick their own super They would oh, never go against what the ref, <laughs> ref, ref, like, they would never go against the ref at the end of the day. <laughs> Even if they do go against, they will do it in a way that you have to be very clever to pick it up. You know, they won't just break yeah, exactly. say, they will never make it seem like, oh, this guy is bad. Never. Never. Even when it's a crazy decision, they can even say I don't agree, but then they'll give you a reason yeah. why he made that decision. Why? Do, yeah. They'll defend yeah, his he points. Um, which is must good, have seen this. He must have seen that. He must I understand have that solidarity. Like that. 
Amongst yeah. them. Um, the second thing I wanted to say, um, I, I listened to I listened to an interview. Um, this guy's interview, Anthony Taylor's interview with High Performance Podcast, and he made a good point that there are some decisions within the game that referees make that are actually advantageous to whichever team it is. But fans never ever remember those ones. Yeah. For example, a referee might give a good advantage, and then the team scores. No one ever gives credit to the referee yeah, after that. That's game. what I mean about looking but from the, the point of view of the ref. But the, but the moment the ref makes a bad decision, that that's when they are highlighted. Exactly. And that's what I mean by props. And that's what I mean by props. Like when the ref has a good game, and I, I, I won't lie to you, me too, I was guilty of this. It's just in the last two, three years that my football brain, in terms of watching, matured to the point of me looking at it from the ref's point too. Like there are so many point of views to watch a game. It's crazy. And I learned that also from rewatching games. It's when I started rewatching games, I realized that damn, like okay, maybe if I just have an eye cam, I'm only watching this player. I don't realize this whole game is different when I'm only watching this player. So, but I think it, most fans, their football brain does not develop. It does reach a certain level and it stops, and then the media and headlines ruin it and goes, and that's just what they see. So yeah, yeah. Well, um, another thing that another issue. Well, is this a refereeing issue or a football issue or a Premier League issue? I wouldn't even know. Is the fact that um, the timing of the game. So I, I, I saw a start after the game that the ball was only in play in Arsenal and Newcastle for like less than 45 minutes I'm not out surprised. of 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. And of, of, obviously, like. To play for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I understand that. Newcastle game and Newcastle. Crazy. <laughs> they did they, like it was they contributed to that but on the referees part and on the premier league's part um Caesar, you remember at the beginning of the pod where we like the first recording podcast where we spoke about like, how much time they were adding um world cup referees were adding on to yeah, the end of the yeah, game yeah and then why where, at, the, if you notice, at the beginning of the refs at the beginning of the games of the world cup you will see 14 minutes at that time yeah. 10 minutes at a time, 11 minutes at a time. But what did you notice towards the end of the World Cup? Six minutes, five minutes, yeah, four minutes. Seven. Because teams realized that it was put out to waste time. And I also, I recall at the same time that, like, during the World Cup, the Premier League, I, I read one circular from the Premier League that, ah, oh, no, 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 we're not going to adopt the World Cups. Um, they can't, to be honest. Um, I, know, I know reasons why due to scheduling, due to like money. There are lots of things why that I can attest to and understand why they would do it. They wouldn't do it like that in terms of the time. But then it begs the question yeah. that if the ball is in play for 40, less than 45, that's even less than an hour, sorry, than a half of a half of football, then you begin to think, hmm, how could, like, is there another way we could try to make this better where fans actually come to really watch these games actually get value they do, do you know what i mean they do because like the newcastle fans will tell you they got good value for their money because i when, when arsenal I fans didn't get thing, good value for their money uh, but that's on arsenal <laughs> that's not what i want to say it's on arsenal to try yeah. and stop newcastle from allowing the game to go that way it's not easy it's easier said no. than done no no um, but, but it's newcastle that wants to play that way it's on the referee who is the mediator of the what game. What do you think the referee can do? Stop what do you think Newcastle the referee? Because these guys are really good. Exactly, game that's the question. Exactly. So like, tell me, bro, tell me what that's the question. The so I, see, I'm not against what Newcastle did. They did what they could within the rules to bro, win that. If you had 20 minutes, that and that, that same 20 minutes that you added, I did the same time wasting I did before in the 20 minutes. Oh, you do? You can all sleep here. You blow the whistle at some point. I can manage you know, the game that, that the ball is not in play, but time is going. Go on. See, that's why I made, that's why, like, what you just said is the reason I made the point at the World Cup where at the beginning, the other times were like 14, 15 minutes, 11 minutes, 10 minutes, but towards the end, it dropped to like Bro, that's the three, World four, Cup. five it's minutes. It's for you to do that in a so, competition where calm down. The more yeah, teams, the the more teams that are progressing, understand. the more that's teams right. that want to win. They are different from, that's something yeah. that set up that how but I am the point is how is, I am playing, period. Caesar, yeah. let me finish making my point. I understand, you're right, but the point I'm trying to make is, if there's that awareness that if you waste time, it gets added on. Over time, teams will stop trying to waste time and the ball will actually flow better. I don't agree. Do I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, don't agree so. with that. I don't agree with I that. Because that's so wasted. That is deliberate. From a manager's point of view, that is how I want my team to play. Oji, go on though. Uh, Dave, you know a team can waste 30 minutes of would they add 30 minutes after 90 minutes? Is that possible? As in? It's not possible. Bro. They cannot <laughs> add 30 minutes, 20 minutes. 
max for World Cup where we see now, I think 11 or 12 or so. I think there was 14. That 14 so was because that, the guy was injured though. There was a very was long stoppage yeah, and VAR in that yeah. 14. Yeah. So like, no, no matter how much time teams waste, bro, they can't add all of it back. They, they can't. can't just add all of it back. Though, it's all, it's all though, up to you to find it. So it's part of the game, man. Like, it's part, it's of, part of the game. Not, but I understand what Dave is saying. It should be measured, Sha. Try and reduce it. Obviously, it can't be taken away. It is game management. But for the most it. part, I agree. I, I agree with all of you as are saying. But in 1960, when there were no yellow cards and red cards, it was part of the game. You know, let me finish. In whatever time, when, before goal line technology, like we mentioned earlier in this episode, there, it was part of the game. Yeah. Before VAR, it was also part of the game. But these were things that evolved. Like, we need to start thinking about but how can we, maybe, I, David Dean was, I don't, David Dean was like f- former vice chairman of Arsenal, for those that don't know. He was saying, I was listening to a podcast the other day and he was mentioning that, okay, let's try to cap games at 60 minutes, no more longer 90 minutes, and stop the clock. You know, like, just, let's just start trying to think about ways to. Yeah, but let me not like, tell you where that's going to be. I'm not just saying, don't let us say, don't let, no, calm down, let me think. Don't let us just say, oh, it's part of the game and allow the problem to persist. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I'm yes. sure, like, of course, every solution we have There's a thin line between what you are saying and completely changing the game. At the end of the day, we want to make the game better, not completely change the game. We want to maximize what we are getting, not completely change it. Just you know what I'm trying to say. Football has its own natural evolution, and then we are adding things to it. So, what you are calling for in terms of let's go so drastic now and revolutionize the whole thing can ruin the game. It can. There's a very thin line between that too. Between, oh, okay, add this, add this there, enforce this, enforce this there. At the end of this game management now. Like, that's stopping the anyway, let's, thing. Let's, yeah. let's leave it to, to, my, to my legend as a Wenger, the FIFA's head of global football development, to sort out all those ones. Let's continue with the pod. You see that, Almost Forcing the club will be a slippery slope, I can't even lie. Because you can't take all these gimmicks out of players themselves, have their gimmick. They want to be the show. They want to be In fact, no, show. bro, not even it's that. Not, not, it's not even that. Look at it from a business point of view. Let me give you an example now. Um, Forest are playing, Brentford are playing, um, um, Sports and Arsenal are playing simultaneously and they're playing at home. This is all yeah. in the London area. So, yeah. now there are times, let's say there are matches, because they put all these things into consideration when they set up the time for the games. Okay, yeah, so yeah. some people take this train, so from this time to this time, this place will be busy, this time to this time. Now, when it's so jam-packed, sure. where nothing is structured anymore, you don't know what time this game will finish, when this will leave, yeah. when this, because it depends on what happens at the game. Like, normally, normally, you know that Ma, at most, add extra 30 minutes, those fans have left that place. Yeah. No matter what happens yeah. in that game. You understand? The club thing comes from basketball. Bro. Yeah, it's like one team in each city. They are not really playing Bro, multiple games. Like that one, the time cap we are giving for the game will increase drastically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think that needs to be done because what, what you are trying I'll, to do is reduce it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say we gotta work on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, man. <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. funny. I've been loving our conversation so far. If you guys are rocking what we're saying, just you know, mention us if you agree, disagree. We'll set up that poll, shall we'll set up that poll about yeah, the for sure, for sure. yeah, but you guys can just chime in on whatever you feel on what we are saying. Um I just have you know really one more to be honest, and I think a lot of what we've been saying before kind of in a way ties into this. But um OG and I have personally been having a discussion about Darwin Nunes, you know. And he, he had been rightfully roasting me. I don't think you could do impressed with that. Let's go. I even I no, I was really. The goal was calm. The goal was calm. It was a good goal, but he even shined it. To be honest, he shined it. But yeah. oh, he shined it. He shined it. But yeah, he has been. He has been roasting him, and I understand the roast because he has not lived up to expectation and all of that. But, you know, there's still time. But I'm just trying to ask, where do we draw the line in terms of banter? I mean, my you fan, and. My players are heavenly bantered, being the biggest club in the world. Obviously, it comes with the territory. But I always feel like there's sometimes where it crosses the line of, ah, 
like calm down like these people are human beings i don't think fans yes. see these players we don't humanize them it's not only players just celebrities in general we really don't humanize them and we always back it up with oh he's collecting twenty thousand a week so you know so i think um the the nah, no it is so it is so because i'm collecting what i'm generating for this company that does yeah, not mean sure, like sure. the human respect and rights that i have should be thrown under the bus because no I'm still a human being. I still deserve this, this, this respect. I'm going to say one thing now. I'm going to say one thing. In, in respect of that, when you know, I've been roasting me a lot, but just on the no, personal no, no. level. Your, your own is not... Out. Your roasting I try is not... Do it like, your roasting is yeah, not what I'm calling out, though. I'm going to make a yeah, real I know, example. I know you're not calling yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're not calling it out. But I'm not saying, like, even, even as, as I roast him so much, he had had, what, nine goals in his first 23 games or something. Salah had eight goals in his first 23 game. Mane's own was 10 goals. So, like, on the grand scale, he's not doing so bad. It's just, like, I see the quality of chances that he gets. I see yeah. the way he takes shots. The way he, like, he just... His finishing has been he posts his, Yeah, his finishing has been really poor. That's what I'm most... Like, no, for like, sure, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. Um, you are just um, in that, but the line... No, wait, they, they, before, they, before, I want before, to just make the distinction clear in between what OG is saying, which is, I think is okay. That's part of the game. You can criticize him for not killing the chances he's killing. And if you're a rival club, you can use that to drag him. But then it's different when a corporation is doing that. Like, the Maguire talk in the parliament of Ghana, that just shows you the, the way African government is very backward anyway. Bruh, but that was very, bruh. very, very smelling. On that their was part, very, that was yeah. disgusting. That was disgusting. You know, is Harry Maguire? Da, da, da. We're talking of state policies and you know people's lives are at stake, and you're dragging somebody else's work and what he's doing into like no, no, that's that's wrong. Domino's Pizza using you know Darwin Nunez picture to promote their brand. In, and in uh-huh. yes, they used this picture and said, oh, if you don't get your order tonight, this is why you didn't get your order. This is the guy we have delivering it. Like that's some troll football someone, tweet. Someone on that market team needs to get equipped, man. That's some that's some troll football shit. Like, where do we draw the line yeah. and say, oh no, yeah. this is this is wrong. Like, you shouldn't be. This has gotten to the extent where you are making money off dragging this guy's name. Off dragging. And like, I just feel like fans need to kind of take responsibility. We 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 go overboard sometimes. I'm not saying us necessarily on this pod, but us fans in general. I like, see things on the internet and I'm like, ah ah. Sometimes people say things about their players and I'm like, you know, he's your player, right? Like, you, you still there. Like, after you say this, you still want him to now wear that shirt and play with pride for you. I'm like, ah, relax. Like, you're a supporter. Your job is to support. <laughs> yeah, Dave was about to call me the yeah. other time. What's up? Go off, bro. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It's probably a little bit overboard from um, Domino's Pizza. Good. But, Caesar, when you think about it, if troll football... Uh, the first day, would you have the same reaction? No. So, no. Uh, so the real issue is the, is the fact that oh, it was dominant yeah. pizza, right? Yeah. yeah accounts now. I feel like a parody account. It's a troll account. It is. This is what I do. That's the account. This is what I do exactly. Now, let me now tell you. If but, uh, if, if someone like exactly, if Sky Sports, making money if Sky Sports like posts, it, no, yes, I know. But that's 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 the bad. You get, but you, you get you, I'm not trying to like play devil's advocate. I, I agree with what you're saying for the yeah. most part, but I'm trying to play devil's advocate, like put my mind in the put myself in the mind of the social media manager or whatever that posted that thing for Domino's Pizza. And I'm sure the thing probably even like generated a lot for more. Sure. For, me to see it for sure, for sure, for sure. And it, it has paid off for them big time, no <laughs> doubt, right? I mean PR wise. Maybe yeah. not, you know, like I said. Even negative PR is CPR. So, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I just feel like we shouldn't be too, because at the end of the football, the banter makes football. Yeah, like, but then, like, where do you draw the line? Because these are the same people that tell you, oh, mental awareness. Because you need to put yourself in the shoes of said person that you're jesting after, you know, like, you need to put yourself in that shoes. Like, okay, at what point is this now a line to cross and be like, you know what? Okay, this is pushing it too far bro when during the liverpool carriers debacle where he lost you know them the champions league to madrid <laughs> where that happened yeah the kind of backlash that carriers will get from people i know like i don't even, i don't know how his mentions was but i can tell you it must have been a scary sight 
it would have been a gory yeah. scene that night and Bro, subsequent nights guy the things people were saying and i just look like do you know that this guy did yeah, they make they made it seem like he wanted to throw the game no football player goes onto the field and thinks i want to play a bad game today of course not it gives them more pride than it gives you when they play a good game i think people kind of forget that sometimes like but, um, you are cursing him cursing uh, his generation his family like what does that have to do with banter what does that have to do with football yeah, like, where do you draw the line is, that is um absolutely not acceptable it also happened with um saka my star boy Sancho yeah. and rashford yeah. in the last year where he got racially abused so like i totally get it it, it gets to a point where like it's no longer banter and it's not abuse yeah. or it's not discrimination and stuff like that but on this particular Domino's pizza post, yeah, I would say it's more banter. It's more, it leans more inside nah, nah, of banter. You can't banter. You are a Domino's pizza. You are not true football. You are not in the football world. Football, you are not, like you are not, friends, that's like not what you are doing. Yeah, yeah, that's just very out like, of pocket. You are a business. You are a business. You are a brand. Guys, I feel like you are being too salty about it. Like, no, I, I get no, what you are no, saying, and it's no, like, no. Okay, okay. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example now. You are Darwin Nunes here. Obviously, you had a bad yeah. game. You are being dragged. First of all, let me tell you how it is because it depends on where you are being dragged and how you are being dragged, where you are being dragged. Let me explain what I mean. If you are listening yeah, on the radio yeah. now and they are talking on talk sports about, oh, you had a bad game, yeah, da, 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 da. Now, the person on talk sports will be out of order if he says, oh, Darwin Nunes should be, you know, on the flyer of da, da, da. Just crack a joke about delivery and about how you know it's terrible and that will be out of order because that person is a professional and this platform you know the responsibility that your platform holds it's different from us going with our own platform and saying it even though obviously what we're trying to do is also in the sports world so we should actually treat him with more respect but we can even be giving more leeway than a talk sports because talk sports understand the power of their platform and the responsibility that comes with that so that's different and the same thing applies for dominoes this is not this is not a joke thing now so if someone is going on air the way you criticize the player has to be different from someone that is just doing it on the side of the road. That's counted. Now imagine that when Nunez is driving, he gets down, he goes to, let's say, Tesco. He wants to enter a Tesco. And at the front of Tesco, maybe there's a Domino's there. And a huge signboard there is that when Nunez dressed, you know, just there. And then the statement of what they said. And that's their, like, joke for the day. Like, how do you think you feel looking at that? It's like, what the hell does what I do for Liverpool have to do with Domino's do Pizza? With pizza? Yeah, like now you are even up. No, it's not only that you are dragging me in the mud. You are using my name and my notoriety to make money. That's why it makes it particularly distasteful for me. Yeah, it's but different. Um, it's different. I agree. Even I agree. Yeah, right. Um, thinking about it is kind of it was a bit too far. Uh-huh. Imagine how a kid going to buy Domino's just see that you know like who is that? Somebody does like he's a joke man. He's a joke thing. You know? Yeah, it's very. But then thinking about it, he also. Nah, that's far. That's far too far. <laughs> no, like I think, see, to be honest, though, I feel like all of these things is. That's why you know, remember after at the beginning that you see, if true football posted that, would you have mattered as much? It's different. True and football don't I have get, like, the same. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Me, I feel you, but like when when you just look at it from the from a footballing angle and not being too pol- not socially conscious about it. Right, you see that at the end of the day, it's not like Domino's Pizza or that guy that posted that thing on their on their team wanted it to become like a a big deal. It was more, it's more, it was more in the football spirit of want to have a negative effect on him. Is that what you are saying? Effect on Daniel, yeah, yeah exactly. And, 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 and yes. to be honest, if you don't want it to have a mm-hmm. negative effect, do not do it. How about no, that? No, no. Yeah, that's why also, if true football can do it mm-hmm. and you are fine with it yeah right if yeah. dominus pizza does it it shouldn't be too much of an issue on that because, because dominus pizza is not true football no, I'm exactly thinking of, my point. no i'm thinking of it from like darwin Nunes point of view now like it's not yes, like it for darwin Nunes. it's different affect his mental health differently if true football does it and if it's dominus pizza that does it, it, it get what I mean? but it will i'm telling you it will let me let me let me give you an example now like me being criticized you feel me as an artist right, if, right. If, if there's a troll page that just trolls artists and that is what that page does if the page is at any point in time criticizing me it is doing it because there's market value in my name i'm not going to take it in a way of oh i'll take it the same way if it now comes out that um native mag you know now use me as a troll this that's wrong because they are killing my money in a different way 
What throw football is doing is upping my money. It's different. They throw. That's what they do. Like, even if they like you, they throw. They throw Ronaldo. They throw. Like, you understand what I'm trying to say? But this is Domino's. Domino I, don't I, regularly I throw. You, they just stepped out of their bag to drag me down to bring. No, no, no. That's different. I wouldn't take it the same way I would take it <laughs> as I would not. I mean, no, no. I feel, no, like, no. I feel like you're probably taking it like more. It's more. It's more. It's like it, 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 it strikes a chord with you more yeah. because maybe like you're an artist. Yeah, yes, also yes. In, in an industry where exactly. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, like, yeah, it the does. public eye yeah. and stuff. So you kind of have like a little bit more insight into being in the public eye and how these things affect. One hundred. Because you can like, humanize. No, yeah. I'm telling you. But like, I feel like Darwin Nunez, like it should be. No, of course, the players should have thick skin. I'm trying to be careful here and not... You should have thick skin. And not be... And not dehumanize it, right? But, like, I feel like it's it's part of the job. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want to be insensitive. I feel like, but on Darwinian's part, things like this is part of the job. Um, There is a line. Like, that's just the point I want to... Because you said it's part of the job, but is it really... Like, really? Is that particular, you know, all the instances I've called out, are they really part of the job? At what point, like, is that line there? So, um, I, I, I don't feel like this player that you just ask, is there a line? Is there a line? Yeah, absolutely. There's a line, there's a difference between panther and abuse. Mm. The difference between banter and um, um, discrimination. So mm. discrimination was what um, was happened with them. Rashford, um, Sancho, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sancho, Rashford, Saka. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, yes, there's a line that should never ever be crossed. So there's also cyberbullying part of it as well, where okay. uh, you mentioned about Loris Carrius. No, that's yeah. unacceptable. She was mad. You know what I mean? Fans. So like. Today, like where he's getting DMs, getting death threats, ah, get, like. But <laughs> like, the, the point I'm trying to make, you know, I feel you. I feel you. Like you're, you're spot on. But the point I was trying to make is, these guys are in the public eye, right? And as with everything that's in the public eye, you can never satisfy everybody. So there For should sure. be a level of like thick skin For sure. that you would Require because no matter what you do. See, Alan is, Alan is banging in goals day in, day out. Do you know what narrative around Alan is? The past two, three games he has played. He, he, had, he didn't touch the ball more than once in the first 25 minutes. I'm like, this guy is a striker. He has, he scores hmm. what he scores. When I Ronaldo, I'm ready to talk about this one. When I Ronaldo, I'm ready to talk about this one. He's a striker. All these things started with Alan. When he was Ronaldo, he's not effective. He does not touch the let's, ball. Let's go back on topic. He only scores. Let's go back on topic. No, no, Alan. So, my point is, Alan, calm down. My point is, Alan would see this criticism or he would see yeah. all these trolls online. And I feel like because you should just accept it as part of the game. For sure. And not let no, it No, no, no. Like, those things you can accept because they are part of the game. Similar to how. Like, similar to how, like, this, I understand that this Dominion was proper, proper battered, even though it was from Domino's Pizza, which is kind of tricky to it's explain. Like, I, can't, I can't defend it's it, <laughs> you know, but I can also understand from the football fan point of view, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to take it too deeply. Do you get what I mean? I'm not trying to be too socially conscious about it. But yeah, I understand, and you're perfectly correct that, like, Domino's Pizza is okay. See what, see what, see what, see what, see the Sancho thing. See the Sancho thing to me, this the Lingard situation even better because Sancho, we don't really know what's going on. We can only speculate it's a mental thing, but I think that's a huge part of it. I think moving to Manchester United, Manchester United is the biggest club in the world. Moving to Manchester United, it has hit him different. Not everybody can undo, you know, that type of transition. Caesar, Caesar. Yeah. Don't let OG hear what you just said, though. Manchester United is the biggest club. Yeah, the truth is that. Lingard, Lingard, with the Lingard thing, yeah. I was using Sancho and Lingard. Sancho, we don't even know yet, but Lingard came out later and said all the things he was going. Guy, what Lingard was going through, they would have made movies over what that Lingard was going through in his personal life. That was off the pitch, but like at that point in time, you don't know, and then you just criticize the player, just say some wild shit that you don't know. Like, if if we don't 
take up the owners as for fans i'm not even saying media because sometimes people blame media but it's not it's not the media the media don't even go as crazy as these fans do sometimes like at what point do you not say as a fan do you know what let me be conscious enough to be like to take responsibility and be like make i know they overdo this thing like especially when i'm directing it to the player if i'm saying it in jest with my mates in the bar that i know that this convo is not going anywhere it's different for me now going online and spreading but these days people just go online and say whatever things they cannot even say with their own mouth like face to face a lot of these people the people they criticize they'll see them face to face and they suck so it's wild for sure so it's wild for sure. you feel me so like and i don't like that that's some shit. i don't i don't i'm sorry for using foul language <laughs> Sorry, sorry guys. I went wild a bit there. I went wild a bit there. I'm like, you're so calm, man. You're so calm. I'm so calm. I'm so calm. Like, ah, oh, come on, man. Let's draw a line. Let's let's pick it up and be like, you know what? Banter. Let banter be banter. Let the rest be the rest. Okay, let me give you an example. People go into the Ronaldo thing. And not because they actually really care for whoever Ronaldo allegedly, you know, assaulted way back when. But because they believe Messi is a better player than Ronaldo, they will tag him a rapist. That thing is wild. I would understand it if you truly believed it was so because of the details of the case. But nothing about the details of said case. I know this is probably a very sensitive example to use. But to me, it's perfect one to use. The fact that it is sensitive. Because there's nothing about the details that came out of the case can make you say, Absolutely, without doubt, that nah, this guy is a, you know, a rapist or a assaulter or whatever. Yeah. But some people use that as banter. I know someone personally; it's my guy that uses that as yeah. and I'm always trying to call him out on it. That bro, you are taking this thing too far. Because you love Messi, does not mean you should label somebody this because of what was alleged. You don't even care of the details of the case. This person is not because he, he doesn't give a fuck about the victim. He just wants to label this guy this because he is claiming good. And I'm like, come on now. You know, like, when is that line drawn that you realize that, okay, this has absolutely nothing to do with football? Because it literally has nothing to do with football. So, yeah. you know, this is just a wake-up call to you well, guys out there. The you guys listening exactly, because I was about to say, it's all of us. You guys listening are probably guilty of all, all of these us. things too. Yeah. I call myself out on it sometimes to that more. Make it a day easy. You know, you want to be doing your own job and people will be criticizing the way they are criticizing these guys. And I don't want to hear that bullshit of how much they get paid. That don't mean shit. Get your bread up. Nobody at fault. So you know, get your bread up. Get your bread up. <laughs> you feel me? Nobody drag another one down go say he get back. Let's allow that, man. <laughs> so that that that's my that's my case. My the courts, the defense first. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, prosecution too. Right? Right. Oh, now maybe defense. <laughs> now you be prosecution. Yeah, the prosecution. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you really need on the head. Last thing you said, just yeah. be more conscious about it. Like, and not allowing we get not the line. We get I think that's like the major. Yeah, yeah, that's the major. I won't lie here. Let me to. To just tell you guys, when I was a lot younger, this is years ago. I didn't really know much about football, but I liked it. I was already watching it. And it was doing really fast. This is not too long. Well, it's long, Shaq, because it's like 09, 08. Messy time, you know, messy prime and everything. I hated him. I shouldn't have. Like, when I grew old, I, I understood better. No, because at that point, I didn't even know what hate was as a child. But I just knew that I had this feeling for this guy where I was sometimes, I would just be outside playing. And because I was. Man, you didn't win that all nine champions. I'll just be like, I wish Messi could just break his leg. Like, I'll really be willfully wishing this guy could break his leg. Like, why? What's going wrong? Do you feel me? Like, but I was trained. To, like, it is wrong, but like the 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 culture, the football culture, like encouraged me. That I was around encouraged me yeah, to do that. You feel me? Until I got the conscious that ah, nah, nonsense with that. Ball ball has to be boss, eh? Make I our ball houses. Yeah, we watch ball. Yeah, culture of that. Just yeah. stupendous. Bro, that in my head, I'm not even understanding that I'm wishing that this guy is going to be amputated. Like, what he don't do? Like, he's just doing his job. Yeah, I swear, man. So yeah, man. United, keep winning, keep winning. Madrid took the L. Arsenal can Let's see what Arsenal doing their next game. You know, I, I just I just want to say is that you guys not are London quite Derby. nice with the banter because 
Although, they ask now I go lose on this point. Yeah, it's going to be like they go lose on this. I oh, know I go come loaded, <laughs> loaded. With Madrid will still years. lose more games. So do you, huh? do you know why? Because no one, no one cares so much about. I couldn't care less about La Liga or whatever happens in La Liga. <laughs> That's why the banter is light. Bro. I know if you go to the Champions League, go to different gravy. Exactly. <laughs> you understand? If you go Champions League, are you getting now? You nah. hear it. <laughs> in fact, I will, the way I will start the poll will be different. I'm saving my job. I will start the poll. It's epic. epic. It, don't worry. When I when oh god, that's not that's what I'm doing for you. <laughs> I'm taking yeah, this point to another level, man. When I not lose, when I not lose to United, I'm, I'm banter proof. <laughs> You know the funny thing? If, if if is, I am currently top of the league. That's wild to me. That is wild. What is that? If you now really do not feel good now, I would say it very confidently right now that Arsenal will make top four. That's the only thing I can say confidently. You made top four now as a Wenger. Stop. As you went to be top four, I can also say, I cannot, I can also say that Arsenal will win the Europa League. So yeah, now. So if you don't achieve any of those two things, let me see. You have the license to buy that. Not for any other, any other thing. Money. Okay. No, yeah, no. Now that Europa will even cost you the league, safe. Now part of why you don't go in the ball. Anyway, let's just, let's just see. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. The Cross and Nord podcast episode. Is this episode three? Episode four, bro. Wow. Time. We're moving. Four, We're moving. Time moving. flies. As in, yeah. <laughs> We're moving. Okay, episode four. Cross and Nord podcast yeah. episode four. I'll allow OG to plug you into our socials. You can follow us and all of that. You know. Yeah, Thank fun. you guys We're for always active on Twitter. We're always active on Twitter at Cross and Nord FT. That's Cross and Nord. The tactics where all these small teams they use win. Cross and Nord FT. <laughs> Nobody then... in the Champions League. Stop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, bro. <laughs> yeah. Also active on Instagram at Cross and Nord. No FT this time around. And of course, if you are listening on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, don't forget to click the subscribe button. Subscribe, rate us too, 5 over 5. You're not the mad. Yeah, man. Five. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not the mad, I love you guys. You're not the mad, I'm mad. Don't mind this boy. <laughs> I am dead. I, I enjoyed this pod, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs>